Oh hey, you're listening to Pep Talk, a podcast launched during the national lockdown in April 2020 to celebrate and support our favourite New Zealand businesses. Join Grace Creft, ex-lawyer and former owner of Sweet Bakery and Cakery, to hear about how some of our favourite businesses built their brands, the ups and downs along the way, and what we can do to support them, both now and once business as usual returns. So, are you ready for a little pep talk on your coffee break? Then here's your host, Grace. Today's pep talk guest, Olivia, has always been gifting mad. She loved to shower her friends and family with specially chosen gifts from a very young age. It is totally her love language. Then three or so years ago, she was lucky to score an internship at Spotify. Yeah, Spotify (laughs) over in Sydney right at the end of her business degree. And I don't know, she must have just blown them away because they offered her a full-time role in the team which she turned down. That's right, she returned to New Zealand, home to New Zealand, driven by wanting to create a role for herself where she could really do what she loved every day. That's right, gifting. And how exactly do you make a role for yourself in gifting? Well, obviously, you start a gift box company. So Olivia teamed up with her mum, Vicky, and together they launched Taken Care Of. And this really ain't your usual, like, cellophane, wicker, basket, hamper, gift box kind of situation. These are beautiful, stunning, premium, carefully curated, and impeccably presented gift boxes. Trust me, I know from personal experience that Olivia's gift boxes are an absolute delight to both send and receive. And since we're about to head into peak gifting season with Christmas just around the corner, I thought it really was a perfect time to grab Olivia for a chat to hear how it started, how it's going, and where this is all heading. Hi, hey Olivia, good afternoon. Welcome to Pep Talk. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, we, we've had everyone listening. We've had a few technical issues, but we are now finally both in the same virtual room and we are ready to chat. So I'm really excited about this. I know it's been like a long time coming. <laughs> it has. I've had you guys on the list for pep talk since I launched of, you know, like dream people that I'd love to talk to because I'm just really keen to hear the story. I'm always very nosy, so I like to hear all the details. <laughs> um, <laughs> But before we do jump into that, we warm up on Pep Talk episodes with this or that questions, just to kind of get you in the swing of things. So I've chosen some this or that's for you. They're not serious, don't worry. (laughs) Uh, Your first one, and I think this is because it's a stunning day here in Wellington today, but I've got swimming or sunbathing. Ooh, sunbathing. And like read a book or listen to music while you're doing it? Read a book, definitely read a book. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it finally feels like it's starting to get into that kind of season. I'm excited. I know, I know, it's so nice. We've got this beautiful bookstore just down the road from us. It's um, like really, really old school and has some really quirky, um, cool novels. So I've stocked up for the summer, ready to go. <laughs> Amazing. Summer reading is the best. Yeah. And also, I think COVID um, and like lockdown really got me back into reading a lot, which is also nice course yeah that's a silver lining for sure mm. all right next one I chose this for you give or receive definitely give 
<laughs> not surprising i could have guessed you would say that yeah how are you with the receiving are you like an awkward gift receiver i am so awkward so <laughs> uncomfortable yeah and i think people also like who know me really well find it quite hard to gift for me of course yeah, yeah like the pressure giving you a present must be quite yeah. high but also it's quite hard gifting like for my family and like really close friends too because i can't obviously just give them like a take care of gift box like yeah. that's kind of a bit of a like out. oh you got this in the cheap from work didn't you yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but also like lots of them love it so it's like a fine line you can't yeah. get them too many gift boxes yeah that's a good point and because i i used to have a cake shop and it was the same it was like people it, like kind of you're like do you expect a cake but then also does yeah. it cheapen the cake and I'm like I don't know what I don't know yeah what yeah I mean I don't think anyone's gonna say no to a gift <laughs> no everyone loves gifts yeah as as we will hear about from you I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> all right next we've got and this maybe is related to the nice weather but have a cocktail or a glass of wine oh I feel like for summer definitely cocktail Mm. Do you have a favourite? Winter I'm, winter, I'm a Pinot Noir girl. Summer, I'm a um, gin and tonic girl. Uh, yeah. You'll see probably throughout our website, we have a very um, strong gin presence. <laughs> Not a coincidence? No. Definitely a personal preference. And then, like, obviously love um, doing all the taste testing. <laughs> so. Of course. Very important. Got to get the good stuff in there. All right, last question. Last this or that for you. We've got flowers or houseplants. Hmm, probably flowers. Nice, fresh flowers. Yeah, I love a fresh bouquet, especially like seasonality mm. and a bit of colour. I always feel like I can't keep them alive as long as I'd like to though. Yeah, I mean one houseplant that I definitely always have and they're full, the office is full of them is um, orchids. Hmm. Yeah. Are they easy to keep alive? <laughs> um, I kill them, but my <laughs> mum, Vicky, who um, co-owns the business with me, she, I don't know, she's like a orchid witch. She, like, literally <laughs> keeps them alive for so long. Orchid she has whisperer. friends. Yeah, genuinely, like, she has friends who will give her all of her, all of their dead orchids. She'll have, like, a dead orchid nursery at home, <laughs> revive them, and then return them back to her friends. <laughs> she is like a she's like an orchid doctor yeah she really is it's like she's got a little orchid hospital at home (laughs) (laughs) i have never heard that before but i like yeah (laughs) somehow i suspect i wouldn't have the same effect on the orchids well i don't i don't but the reason our office is always so full of beautiful plants and flowers is definitely her oh that's nice it definitely brings like a space to life eh? having some yeah it's just that kind of final touch definitely definitely all right so i'm sure your mum will come up again when we're talking about all of the beginnings of everything too but before we do get into that i'm always really keen to hear like about the people and what people have been up to before they started the business that's kind of bigger than them so if you don't mind telling us a bit of your personal background that would be really interesting like um where you studied and what you studied if you did and if you lived overseas and all things like that yeah of course um so i'm from christchurch originally um i moved up to auckland after the second earthquake so mum and dad had a business um down south uh and for some reason all of their staff just had family and friends and also my mum's family was all in the geraldine timaru area and um so they decided they would relocate their business to timaru just so they could get back and running um straight after the second earthquake so 
they moved down and my godmother actually took me in and I moved up to Auckland by myself and lived with her and did my last oh. two years of school up here. Oh, yeah. so you're still in school. That's a big move. Yeah, so it was massive and then ended up, I think because I did such a big move in high school, ended up staying in Auckland for uni. Um, I went to AUT and did a business degree, um, which was amazing. I like actually really loved AUT. They... Um, I find it quite interactive and like smaller classes and then while I was there I did an exchange to a business school in Sweden for half a year which was amazing Um, and then after that so the last paper you do at AUT um, during your business degree is like a practical paper and so um, you intern somewhere and I managed to get an internship at Spotify so yeah did my last (laughs) just low-key like no big deal (laughs) yeah it was um it was like very fateful so yeah it was I don't know it was crazy I didn't really expect to get the job but um amazing amazing that I did so I moved over to Sydney interned with them for six months and then got offered a full-time position which was crazy oh brilliant yeah wow what a background yeah, so that's kind of like a, where I've come from, what I've yeah, been doing. Good, yeah. nice, nice and succinct, I like it. Um, <laughs> that's interesting because I've talked to quite a lot of businesses now. I think you might be 39 on the podcast maybe wow. at the moment. And I think you are the first entrepreneur that I've talked to that actually studied business from memory, which is quite interesting because a lot of people come at it from a different direction, you know, like they you know I don't know do law or something or have like a big change and change in direction but you like when you went into that business degree did you were you going into it with the intention of having a business or was it just you found it interesting um I think because mum and dad had both owned multiple businesses my older brother Nick owned a business over in Berlin it kind of was like entrepreneurship was quite in our blood and quite ingrained and it was something kind of I always grew up with and was interested in and yeah I mean I didn't kind of go into the business degree expecting to start my own business but I think once I'd started working for Spotify and I'd been there for six months and got offered the full-time position I realized quite quickly how much I wanted to do my own thing and be my own boss Mm -hmm. yeah is that what yeah. led you to come back to New Zealand eventually? What happened in Yeah, between? so when I got um, offered the full-time position, I really thought Spotify was kind of my dream job. I was like, this is perfect. I wanted to work in an amazing startup that was international, had offices all over the world, something I could move through like internationally and... I wanted the ping pong tables and the after work drinks and like all of the fun <laughs> classic kind of startup, like, yeah. yeah, like team stuff that came with it. Um, and when they offered me the full time position, I called my mom and told her, and she was like, "Wow, that's so amazing! Like this is exactly what you wanted." And I was like, "Yeah, it is, but for some reason, I don't want it anymore." I, yeah, I really just. It kind of was quite a big shock to me. I just thought I'd kind of got the thing. I thought I was ready to go in my career and just keep moving through it. And then the realization that actually maybe it wasn't what I wanted and it was quite a big shift. Yeah. And that's quite a big thing to actually listen to that as well. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, don't, you're being silly. Just, just go with it. It's your dream job. Go with it. But like to actually listen to your gut that's telling you like, actually, is this what I want? Like that's pretty powerful stuff. I think a lot of my friends thought I was insane <laughs> for, for um, turning the job down. They were like, what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, I think mum and dad were so encouraging and kind of the consistent thing they said like all throughout school, all throughout uni to both me and my brother was um, 
find something that you really love and enjoy doing and you'd be willing to do it for free mm. and then learn how to make money out of it and yeah. yeah for me that was definitely gifting that is so good like what amazing advice to be to get yeah. from your parents yeah yeah and I mean yeah I think I also like in terms of businesses like that you kind of realize that like irrelevant of the big flashy name and everything it's still work and it's still you're still you know pushing numbers and that kind of thing and I really just wanted to I suppose push my own numbers <laughs> yeah there's definitely something in that and yeah you're right like the environment and everything is awesome and that is like a nice addition but it's more important that what you're actually doing every day is something that gets you really excited yeah like that you would 100% want to get up for every day mm-hmm. yeah there's only so much ping pong you can play you know you've got it's, to actually exactly. do it as well. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so this this gifting angle that that's kind of your like you say it's your thing that you you love and that you would do every day where did that come from like it's I mean it's obviously gifting is is out there and it's a thing but it's not like I imagine if you talk to a lot of people they wouldn't be like oh that's my thing do you know what I mean so where did that come from I don't know my mum is like a very giving person as well and ever since I was a little kid it's just something that I really really loved doing like I would drag mum around shops for friends birthdays and curate them (laughs) personal (laughs) gifts like it's always something that I've just gone like extremely hard on and like loved the feeling of sending someone something really thoughtful and something really personal just to them Ah, that makes sense so it's your love language (laughs) yeah it definitely is funnily enough it's my like love language that I put out but not that I receive oh that's quite that's interesting that's quite common though isn't it to have different yeah yeah doesn't make sense but I get it yeah, yeah. like I, I like don't really am not that bothered about receiving a gift but sending it is something that yeah gets me really going oh it's so funny it's so good to understand that stuff though yeah nice. totally so then you moved back to New Zealand and that's when you started taking care of and you did this yeah. with your mum Vicky isn't it like you yeah said. so what was that a whole time like for you guys so um actually it was while I was still at Spotify I was really really sick I had like an awful flu one week and mum um because she was obviously in New Zealand sent me a gift box from a company in Australia and it arrived and it was beautiful but um I called mum and said thank you and told her about it and I was just on the phone to her saying like it's cool but I think we could really do something so much better and so much more thoughtful and curated and beautiful and like for me I always kind of look at unboxing and opening a gift as something you want to be overwhelming rather than underwhelming like as every part of it from like the tissue paper to like every single item in the box you want it to be like an overwhelming experience and I just kind of mentioned it as an offhand comment to mum and she said well why don't you come home and why don't we start it and we'll give it a year and see what we can do and if you're not happy and it's not working then we can change and you can do something else or you can go back to Spotify but let's like give it a really hard go amazing it's and having her on board with it would have given you a big confidence boost I guess absolutely I definitely would not have been able to do it without her at all Mm. did you guys need some investment to kind of get started in terms of like buying stock of those early boxes and building the website and stuff so I had worked all through high school, all through uni, and obviously not gone down to um, away for uni or anything. So I basically saved um, 
sorry it's our dog barking in the background so yeah I'd basically saved like all throughout uni and um, mum matched the investment um, equally and yeah we both just went in ourselves so yeah we were self-funded which is amazing oh it's so good yeah it's that makes a difference and like good that you had that from all your time saving that to put towards something to build something yeah definitely and yeah it's a different investment and obviously it doesn't always um doesn't always play out well but I'm glad it is yeah yeah it's a bit riskier but you know it's when you're betting on yourself aren't you which is yeah you've got some control over that yeah and I guess like you've touched on a few things already that kind of stand out to me is what makes taking care of really special Uh, and it's partly that philosophy that you've got around gifting and how that's the experience like the experiential side of it is at the forefront of it and the unboxing and everything that really stands out and then also all of the little details and everything which I guess is tied in to the experience but you like seem like you must be quite obsessive about the details definitely yeah I'm I'm a very OCD person which I'm sure everyone will be able to see from our Instagram account um (laughs) that's what you need though yeah yeah I think I mean, I think for such a long time, gift boxing in particular has been um, not the nicest um, kind of visual experience. Like, I think a lot of people, I, I remember being a kid and my dad um, having his own business and getting sent gifts from clients or suppliers, and they'd be sitting under the Christmas tree in these baskets filled with straw covered yeah. in cellophane that cellophane and it had, yeah yeah and it had pate and some gross chutney and some weird dips and mum would just put everything in the back of our yes. pantry yeah. for three years or like try and <laughs> re-gift it to someone else yeah. and it just was this like absolute kind of waste of money that was a little bit underwhelming like it almost was an anti-gift rather than like a great yeah. gifting experience yeah so we kind of wanted to create the opposite effect of that Mm, yeah and all those things make it right like all the little details like you mentioned yeah absolutely and I think we kind of look at our gifts rather than I think like in a way gift boxing or like hampers still kind of has like a little bit of like a um bad analogy to it like people associate it um as that kind of traditional cellophane basket whereas I look at ours as more of a, a present something you're curating yourself something that like is all completely tailored like the notes handwritten we spray all of the tissue paper with George and Eddie room spray so that when you open Aww. the box itself it actually smells beautiful as oh, well oh that's so nice yeah. it's like multi-sensory yeah exactly like visually and like yeah it's almost all the senses really because you can eat yeah. the stuff and you can smell it you can touch it and you can see it what's the yeah, other one but for us that's kind of yeah what is it touch taste <laughs> sound oh you can't hear it damn it yeah no you can't yeah maybe we should start doing this like when you lift the lid off the box it's got this like music yeah (laughs) but like Like beautiful music yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh there you go i just handed you and your next extension (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so when you launched you got everything sorted and like we sort website and the boxes and everything and then getting that like like you can't just put a website up and just wait for orders right like no you've got to do yeah what was that like yeah it was so hard and yeah it took a really really long time so we've been going for three years we just turned three um a couple of weeks ago and I would say kind of only 
from two and a half did stuff really start to feel like a real business and like it was really cranking it took us a long long time to get here that's interesting and what kind of things were you doing during that time to kind of slowly chip away at building this business um, initially for our first two years we definitely focused heavily on the corporate market we, we didn't really play around too much on the consumer side of gifting um, it was kind of a lot of personal relationships even down to um, one of our clients I waitressed at her wedding when I was 18 and when we launched our business I sent her a gift and said I'm sure you don't remember me but oh, wow. um, we've just started this business and I'd really love your support oh, so um, personal. yeah so that's kind of the angle we took from the beginning and it was a lot of personal relationships and recommendations and we had some pretty amazing people um, who worked with us on a contra basis which was amazing who kind of really believed in what we were doing and loved it and were happy to swap services which yeah really kind of got us out there and then I would say um, COVID was really like during lockdown was really the time that we started to flourish in the consumer market more because obviously corporate just went completely downhill and all of those accounts were put on hold but um, the consumer side of things just completely exploded. So I would say prior to COVID, our mix of customers was probably 80% corporate and 20% um, consumer, but now it's probably 50-50. And that's good, right? Like you want to split it, you want to spread so that it's not, you don't have all your eggs in one basket, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's like definitely made us um, kind of reflect and go, okay, we've invested a lot into one side and hadn't really looked at the other side at all um but look how much it's kind of generating for us and how much it's working so let's play kind of both teams hmm. and good to be open to that because some people would just be like nope this is what we do yeah um, this is what we're here for and kind of ignore all those signals that you're getting right like yeah oh, actually there's a big demand on the consumer side yeah but i think like the businesses who really um kind of turn things around during lockdown and made use of what they could were people who were really adaptable and moved really, really quickly to change things and change their business model and work for what the consumer wanted. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's what you have to get so much more creative during the times like this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, like, I know you say until now the consumer side hasn't been huge, but I still feel that the social media side, which is obviously attached to people, not rather than businesses, has been really successful for you guys, is the impression that I get. Like, that kind of, you're creating loyalty, you're creating, like, a tribe of people that love and support your business, like, like it's their own. So this... And there's really a chat that I go through on Pep Talk that doesn't talk about social media because it is just so powerful now, of course. But tell us a bit about what your experience has been like in that social space. I think like as soon as we, um, I think initially we kind of wanted to be a business and be a bit more anonymous and serious and um, kind of have these beautiful curated photos on Instagram and not really like anything else. And particularly... I would say when lockdown happened, we became quite a lot more personal and um, started sharing like our Instagram time lapses every day of behind the scenes and like a, honestly telling people what was going on with our business and what we were doing and the stories behind the suppliers we have and just being a little bit more open and um, 
yeah, I think connective with people, um, which really resonated well. And I think in terms of social media, there is so much noise and a lot of fakeness. And for a business in particular to just be honest about what's going on and be really open, I think people really appreciated it and it really resonated well. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Just using it as like an open door into your business. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say like, we're, it was something kind of I think I was quite afraid of initially. But once we realized like how many wonderful people we have following us and how much they really care. And yeah, as you said, treat our business as though it's their own and have been following on for years. We kind of felt like we owed it to them. There's this beautiful space that we have and there's all these cool things that go on behind the scenes. Like we do Froze Friday every Friday. And like <laughs> yes. We have like a lot of fun and it's like a really amazing culture. And I think our customers really love that and want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. People that will make the brand just so much more human to people and build that connection even deeper and I guess because it's online as well like there is a certain element of trust because if you hand your money over and you assume the gift is going to be delivered but you don't touch you know that's your only touch point yeah and like for us it's so lovely when you see someone who's ordered in the morning and then in the afternoon they're replying to an Instagram story saying oh my gosh that's my box that you're doing right there like I love the ribbon color or I love the paper you picked yeah nice for them to see that because it's always a thing when you send a gift that you've ordered online that you don't get to see it so you're like absolutely what did it look like (laughs) tell me yeah and I think for us like we really want to make the experience for the sender just as amazing as the recipients is and really we want to show them that like they're picking the items the note is handwritten we're just that middleman between like connecting them with their recipient yeah that's a it's a great way of thinking about it and so true because you often forget that like the person that sends it is the person that's paying for it absolutely but you put all their love and attention onto the person that's receiving it which is important as well because they might order again right absolutely yeah so it's kind of almost like we get two customers with each order which is amazing and yeah we definitely want to take take care of that um that sender Mm, yeah good way of looking at it and this kind of growth that you had during lockdown and everything what what has that meant for you guys like behind the scenes wise it's meant you've had to bring in more people and get more space and things like that yeah, so we've hired like um, some full-time staff as well as um, we're currently looking for a warehouse at the moment, which is crazy. Um, we've taken on a couple of mentors, which is something I now, upon reflection, wish I'd done a long time ago. Um, yeah, it just, it, it all kind of feels like it's gotten a little bit more serious and a bit more real. It's grown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, like you say, with the growing the team and it sounds like the culture is really strong and that that's going to really help you build that like solid team and yeah add to the brand yeah. and everything like I definitely that's something kind of we've always wanted even when we were um just starting and we just had part-time uni students working like I always said to them like stay in the office use the free wi-fi eat all of the food that we have like do your studies here as well and when an order pops in like you can um do that like I just always wanted it to feel like home for everyone oh that's cool like a family yeah definitely and I imagine one of the challenges with with what you're doing is in maybe like holding the stock and managing the stock because you don't really know what people are going to order 
day to day has that been quite hard to like get the balance right yeah and I think like it's obviously changed quite a lot for us because we used to do so much corporate gifting we didn't have to hold that much stock and um it was all kind of like order for ordered right. for them yeah, yeah whereas consumer you definitely do have to keep a lot closer eye on trends and what people are tending to buy and what's selling really quickly and with covid obviously like shipping delays have been a nightmare so yeah we're just trying to be as flexible as possible and kind of work with what we can and get photography done for new breed creative ranges all the time based on like what's available around us and yeah 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 just being flexible i guess yeah and just like quite fluid Mm. and the other thing that we talked about because we talked about the details and how important all of those little bits are like the have a nice ribbon and your really good quality gift boxes and it it's a, an interesting one that stands out to me having owned a business because obviously everything comes with a cost and high quality things obviously cost more and when you're running a business and you're the one that's looking at like the p and I mean like the cost you see the cost of everything and you really feel it is that quite hard to kind of balance out like it can be tempting to cut corners right but you need to you need to be really true on what your values are and what's important but then that's quite hard to balance with what people are willing to pay for it and things so how have you kind of figured all that minefield out um i mean as i said like i'm extremely ocd and <laughs> from the beginning like even when we had one customer we always kind of never faulted on our packaging or like what the products were like we never cut any corners we always wanted it to be a beautiful experience even if we only had one customer and obviously that is hard because everything's branded and there's minimum water quantities and huge freight and storage and that kind of stuff but um I think we really we had a lot of people who loved the brand from the beginning and really got us and we kind of thought you know if there's that small group of people that um, appreciate and understand what we're doing and we just expose that to a bigger group of people we know we've got something good so we're going to bet on it but it is it's, ex- it's extremely hard and it's it's not an easy investment at all like I think lots of gift boxing companies popped up during lockdown and lots of people like starting new companies and I think people don't quite realize until they're in it like how um, how much kind of goes and in, is involved and how much goes into it yeah absolutely when you see just the front end of it you know it's also beautifully presented and everything and like you guys do show the behind the scenes which is which is awesome but then there's also a whole nother layer behind that right like the day-to-day grind of business which isn't quite as glamorous as that yeah no I think I I suppose people don't see like our storage units and like yeah (laughs) you doing the accounts and things yeah definitely (laughs) yeah what do you do versus what your mum does what's her role in the business um mum is definitely more accounts side and I'm more product procurement um website Instagram and then we've got our full-timer Romy who um is uh um like product manager and she does all of the um production side of things oh yeah okay oh that's a good balance yeah so you get to do most of the fun parts (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I definitely still have to we do like a monthly um (laughs) meeting for the accounts and stuff which is something I'm not extremely strong in but yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> no, neither. But, you know, you can't be good at everything, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> no. And timing-wise, we are obviously right, we're at the end of November, or towards the end of November, and we're about to go into Christmas, which, needless to say, is a crazy time for you. I had, when I was having a look on your website at what you had for Christmas, I saw that a few of them are sold out already, and that was, like, yeah. early November. So that's crazy. I know, it's crazy. Like, as soon as we put our pre-curated range on the website, it just, like, goes and I think lots of um we've got got quite a few new corporate clients that we haven't had before who order directly off the website uh-huh. and so it wipes out quite a lot of stock quite quickly yeah and and can yeah. you add more or is that yeah. it yeah we are like buying every day so yeah it's busy <laughs> ah that's crazy yeah, and yeah when it's all pre-ordered you're like you've pre-ordered now and then that's like yeah. a whole month like already locked in that's nuts yeah yeah, no, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and then what does that time look like in the office for you? Is it just like every day just packing and sending and packing and sending? Yeah, and then we've got kind of like our big our big chunks of um, like massive 100, 200 box orders from corporate clients, which also get tied into those days too. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hectic. There's a lot, of, a lot of products around, a lot of people, a lot of pizza (laughs) yeah it sounds fun I'm not gonna lie yeah yeah no we definitely on those big kind of days start start the gins early (laughs) yeah get some music going and yeah 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 it's actually quite fun yeah gotta keep spirits up that's important yeah and do you get to Christmas party or do you save that for the new year um we do a Christmas party every year because obviously um just with like shipping and things like that we usually stop around the 23rd slash 24th just based on what day of the week it is um and then yeah we usually do have a big rowdy Christmas party which is always fun Mm, nice and right at the end as well so everyone's like yeah done and like yeah ready to celebrate yeah and everyone kind of we're like completely open everyone just invites their friends and family and whoever they want it's kind of up to the staff and everyone nice I like that yeah yeah and I'm always interested to hear about future plans I know that at the moment like it's a bit of a weird time both because you're in the thick of Christmas but also we're in the thick of COVID so it's kind of hard to to imagine but what does it look like for you guys in terms of next steps like is there still more room to grow in New Zealand or do you look overseas what's happening yeah so I think New Zealand wise like um our next step that we're building at the moment is um, because obviously we built our builder box feature which is like a proprietary feature it's like built just for us specifically to do this which is really amazing Um, but kind of the next step is is some kind of um, corporate wing that's like an internal login site that's kind of our next step for New Zealand so kind of making bulk corporate gifting an easier process for people um and then longer term goal is definitely um australia yeah because you, you ship to australia at the moment do you but yeah that's we from do here. yeah we do but it's from new zealand and um it's just such a bigger market and um we kind of want to nail down new zealand and really establish ourselves in the market as that luxury um higher end of the table gifting company and that kind of go-to um, in New Zealand before we kind of step into Australia fully. Yeah, that's wise. And, and yeah. it will really help you with that next step if you've got a really, like, solid base. 
to build yeah on. absolutely and we've got yeah mentors and some interesting people who kind of are sitting and waiting for us to be ready to go to australia which is really cool oh that's really cool great that you have that mapped out Must yeah feel good yeah would you yeah. ever develop your own products um it's definitely something we are looking into um where yeah but I, I mean we wanted to do a trip this year which obviously didn't happen um to china um and do a buying trip we work with a supplier overseas for uh gift boxes which are beautiful um she's an amazing amazing woman and um all obviously ethically sourced and like an incredible team and so we were planning to go and meet them in person um, and also look at sourcing our own branded products then. But with COVID, that obviously didn't happen. A trip of to course. China was out of the question. Yeah, that's like the worst um, place to try and go right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's something we'll probably park until we can go and meet suppliers in person and really test things out. Um, but it's definitely something that's on the cards. Yeah, exciting. Because I know like your uh, inclusions are just beautifully chosen and everything, but there is also like a reasonably limited, you know, like group of things. And you want to, I guess it's just a way to keep things original. And like, you've also obviously got a really great eye for choosing things like that. So it makes total sense that you'll be able to curate your own range as well. And I think, like, um, one of the things that would be really lovely for us, like, I know on consumer side, people obviously just see the, like, RRP and the end price, but there's so many products that are, um, you know, like, made by a New Zealand brand, but made in China, then distributed by another company, and everyone's kind of clipping the ticket along the way, and so the end price for the customer just creeps up, and, yeah, there's definitely some areas where there's products that are missing in New Zealand or we think we can do it in a more elegant way that we would love to really reduce the price for the consumer as well yeah that would make a difference yeah while still having that really like luxury beautiful feel but without having to pay just for the brand name yeah yeah Yeah. oh that's exciting I'll keep an eye out yeah (laughs) to see what you're up to yeah but for like in terms of products that we have currently it's definitely something we care a lot about finding suppliers that have a story and there's a person behind them and um yeah we're quite specific about the kind of products we have it's not your usual gift boxing chutney etc yeah it's like, <laughs> no pate yeah oh, maybe like, nice pate <laughs> yeah maybe something really lovely but um yeah like most of our products they have like a really gorgeous story about them whether it's like a mum who started a business during lockdown or that kind of thing we really have quite amazing relationships with our supplier which is suppliers which is really cool too Mm, so important and builds another layer onto everything as well yeah absolutely and like for us we want to be able to showcase those brands to the recipients and then hopefully they then go and buy that product product again direct through the supplier Mm. and so much uh, even more important at the moment with covid and everything like supporting local and yeah yeah because we 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 still do have like a couple of international products um like beautiful face masks and um some really cool tech wipes that are for your phone and your laptop and your glasses which has obviously been really handy during lockdown and like covid keeping everything clean but yeah everything else we shifted um when that first lockdown happened we shifted to all New Zealand made products which has been not only great in terms of shipping and accessibility but also just like having that really amazing connection with all of our suppliers too and supporting locally and kind of even accentuating that on to all of our customers yeah yeah that's so 
unique to you guys which is awesome and we talked a little bit about covid and the impact and everything that's had and it seems like it's been quite good in general in that it's helped boost your direct-to-consumer side of things and everything uh, but I imagine there's there's been all sorts of ups and downs so what was it like kind of during that lockdown time you know for you guys did you have to close totally during that time so yeah during level four we um had to shut down completely obviously um that was extremely stressful uh we'd literally just moved into our new office so everything in here was a mess it was just stock everywhere oh timing yeah 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 and so we obviously just had to shut it up for four weeks and leave it there like that um and then as soon as we hit level three um because i actually went home to mum and dad's during lockdown which was really really lovely and so nice kind of like moving home after such a long time um and spending heaps of time with them and cooking and having lots of gin and tonics um but yeah it was great because mom and i were in the same bubble together we could then go into work at level three and she helped out with all of the orders we like sorted the whole office out yeah oh good (laughs) pretty pretty hectic and pretty busy time but i think um i think again like it was quite nice for people who obviously couldn't leave their homes and couldn't go to work in level three um for them to be able to see us building boxes and like all of our office and making all of these changes I think it was quite fun for people to watch along yeah absolutely and cool that you guys could have your own little mini bubble that yeah went off to work together yeah it was nice we just took the dogs and came to work in like our gym gear (laughs) it sounds kind of nice your lockdown I'm kind of jealous yeah I mean I definitely like it definitely had its hard rows and it was like very nerve-wracking because we kind of didn't know what would what way it would swing but yeah we were really really lucky mm-hmm. yeah you can you can never quite relax when it's so uncertain I guess like, yeah especially when it's your business it's your baby and like we just didn't know what was going to happen yeah absolutely mm-hmm. all right well I know that you need to shoot off to a meeting so we will wrap up but just before we go I'm not going to let you get away without giving us some advice because I always love to pick people's brains on this and we've got to learn as much as we can and you've done such a amazing job with everything you've grown with taking care of so I know you're going to have a good little tip or maybe like a quote or something that you live by amazing um I think the more recently the thing I've learned the most and I wish I'd done a long time ago which I mentioned before was um getting some mentors involved it's been a really big shift in our business ever since we have and I think um although I have mum um it's really lonely having your own business, especially in those first couple of years when you're just starting and you don't have a team with you um, to bounce ideas around with. Um, I think that has been really, really insightful and just having these people that are completely behind you and they've got your back and they're on your team it has been such a big learning curve and such a good support. It's something I wish I'd really had when I started. Yeah, that's a that is good advice. Do, where did you find your mentors? Because people often ask that. So one of our mentors um, we found through Mentor New Zealand. They, um, I think it's a three hundred dollar per year fee, um, and they link you up with a mentor based on kind of what your needs are. And um, if it's not the right person, they'll link you up with someone new. Uh, so we were really lucky. Um, our first setup was amazing so we're still working with him and then um my second mentor he actually uh was my flatmate 
in Sydney. Um, oh. So when I moved over there, I would have been maybe 20, and um, the couple I moved in with were 30. And so I was kind of like their their little kid um, the whole time I stay over there. Yeah. So whenever I was whenever I was poor, they'd take me out for like nice dinners and Sydney, um, and look after me. And Aww. yeah, then yeah, and then a few years later, um, we, we've just always stayed in touch. They've got a baby now, and um, the husband he sold his amazing business, and once he'd sold it he's got lots of time on his hands and just said I want to help you and um, be there to talk to talk to you about everything and I and he said the same thing he was like I know how lonely it is and I know how like hard it is can to be not out, be able to bounce ideas around with people get a different perspective definitely it's a bit of that like decision fatigue like you just have to yeah. make so many decisions every day you're like I can't even think anymore yeah I think it was also both of them in our first meetings um, asked me like really tough questions that I knew I should be asking myself but they were easy to avoid when it's just yeah. you and when it's just my mum I can just go like oh no I don't want to talk about that right just now bury my head but when in the sand. yeah but when you're kind of like talking to a mentor and they're asking you like tough questions about numbers or what you're doing and what do you really want um kind of makes you look at things a little bit harder Mm, good oh that is a great tip thank you for that appreciate it and and for sharing the whole story that was really cool to hear it all from you and it's very true to like every impression that I had about the business so it's obviously you're living and breathing it really well so thank you I'm glad to hear that oh well thank you for having me on Like I mentioned, I really have always wanted to hear the full taken care of story after I discovered these guys last year. I have just always been blown away by the attention to detail and such beautiful details, not to mention the super stylish and very carefully selected products that they include. I think the one thing that I really value in people is care. I think you can just really tell when someone genuinely truly cares about what they're doing and I know it's such a simple thing and maybe a little bit old-fashioned but I think that it can so be the magic that makes you successful in life and business and career and everything. I heard a quote once that was, um, I'll always remember, it was something like, what is the best marketing strategy? Care. And I think that like even though with these guys taken care of it's right there in the name so it kind of goes without saying but I also think it just really comes across from Olivia so strongly and in everything that these guys are doing I know that you're going to love having a sneaky peek at the taken care of website it is as beautiful as the boxes are and of course do check out the gifting options that they have on there for Christmas and beyond but you might want to get in quick for Christmas because like we said that pre-curated range is selling out crazy quickly head to takingcareof.co.nz or on Instagram at takingcareof underscore for all of the details and remember to shop local this Christmas if you can happy shopping until next time bye